Hello, check, check, check. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to If Plants Could Talk. This is Garrett. I'm your host. This conversation took place on September 21st, 2022, with my very, very special guest, Dawson of Crystal Flame Cactus. His handle on Instagram is Cacti Kobe. I will make sure to plug links to his socials in the description of this episode. Kobe and I have been developing a friendship over the last year or so, and I've really gotten to know him and enjoy sending videos back and forth and voice recordings uh, via Instagram. And he's been a big supporter, actually, uh, and bought quite a few cacti off me. And I just really admire his bond with his father and his dedication to teaching about plants and plant medicine. The guy is full of knowledge and knows of tons, tons of things about alkaloids and uh, different types of plant medicines and their uses and applications, ethnobotany, go deep into some really spiritual stuff and psychedelics uh, in detail, psilocybin and uh, San Pedro cactus. He's a big collector of trichocerus. I would say that that's probably his biggest focus, but he has tons of other different types of medicinal plants and is using them and concocting them. And it's just a very crafty, grew up on a farm. Uh, the, the man is plants 100%. He mentioned Terrence McKenna uh, while we were talking and Honestly, he reminds me of him a lot. I see uh, Terrence McKenna's influence on him, and I see him uh, growing and becoming uh, a teacher of that rank as well. So I really, really enjoyed this conversation, and I hope you guys do too. It's been a minute. My podcast setup had dust on it, <laughs> so that's how long it's been since I podcast. Before I go, make sure that you scroll down into the description of this episode and check out the links to all of the sponsors and supporters of this show. All right, that's all I got for you guys. Here is Dawson. So what are your other, is that the only page that you're running uh, plant community-wise? For uh, Cacti Kobe? Yeah. Um, my Instagram page, Crystal Flame Cactus, is my business name now. Um, I use the name for, uh, I'm selling my crystals as well, and I bless all of my crystals and cacti with the violet flame specifically. Mm -hmm. So by using that, and I could, you know, show others that it's crystal, blessed with the violet flame, all my cacti as well. But that is the only page I have right now is just Cacti Kobe okay. and Dos Kobe, my main page. Um, but I did start selling uh, on Plantly, as you recommended. Righteous. It was pretty good so far, other than uh, going to flea markets and stuff. And I go to a local... Um, local markets like the farmers markets and stuff and uh i travel up to michigan and sell um some of my plants and my crystals at the, the flea markets up there so nice well Dawson, that's, that's all really that's the only type of community i got reached out to so far so cool well i feel like we kind of just jumped in i will keep it going and use that dawson though welcome to the show thank you of as we just heard, yeah. Cacti yeah. Kobe and Crystal Flame Cactus. It's an honor to yeah, have blessed, you. Blessed to be here. Yes, thank you. I got my purple shirt on to ignite the flame today. <laughs> You're a fascinating character, man. And, you know, I feel very connected to you. Me and you talk without masks or filter very often. I speak to you in a way that I don't speak to others. And uh, that's because how you've approached me. And uh, I just really respect that, man. And uh, I think you're a really special person in this community. We need more people like you. And something you said to me too, man, um, 
when I was like going through some shit, you said, uh, I'll always support you, Garrett. Don't ever worry. I'll always support you. And you always say, we love you, Garrett. When I'm like really feeling down, man. And I noticed that. So, you know, thanks for being a light, man. Because you really help others as well. I see that, you know, always, well, especially with, you know, plants and homeless thing you're doing right now. It's, I've never seen anything like that before. And I'm sure you're reaching out or you're, you're touching a lot of people. Like, a lot of people don't realize that they actually need the plants in their life. <laughs> it really just helps healing uh, just go easier for everybody. It's, it's, it's the path for me, at least. And I saw that with you. We have that, you know, personal connection. And I also felt just a brotherly connection in the universe towards you, man. So, yeah, just staying kind. It's, 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 the, it's the good word. Righteous, man. So where are you from? Where are you speaking to me from right now? Actually, Right now, I'm actually like right in front of all my cacti. And I live in an apartment here in uh, St. Charles, Illinois. Okay. I, I moved here about a year ago with, with my girlfriend. And I started up the business uh, probably over, um, over the winter in like January or so. And... Um, I ordered my first wholesale uh, bunch of crystals to pay for my cacti collection here. <laughs> but of course I wanted to expand it and sell my cacti too. So now that I have more cuttings and stuff growing and, and clones, and it's just, it's been exciting to see it just uh, expand this quickly. And where were you guys before that? Um, I grew up in Palatine actually. Illinois. Okay. Um, my folks moved up to the Upper Peninsula in Michigan, um, so I, I didn't really want to be there just with my brother and stuff. So I go up there and farm with them, and I help on the farm. We got 50 acres up there. Wow. Uh, I wanted to come back down and, and see my friends. I actually met my girlfriend a year and a half ago. Um, she lives in Elgin, or she lived in Elgin, and she works at... Um, the rehab, the recovery centers of America. Oh, nice. So I, I drive her to work like every day and just make sure that we take care of our, like our friends and our family in the area. So it was nice that I got to move into this place. It's, it's really nice area. It's nice people. More yeah, sure. a nice community than uh, where I grew up in Palatine. It's pretty shady and everyone's trying to be what, you know, they see on the internet, bad stuff happens, it's like closer to the city in Chicago. So it's nicer to be out here where, and there's a lot of people in the plant community as well and farmers, tons of farmers in the um, Southwestern area. So it's, it's nice to um, connect with those people I have something in common with, finally. <laughs> well, what a blessed way to grow up, man. I, I can see that in you, that, that that you've had that like innate attachment to nature connection with nature forever it's been a part of your life forever right so the plants are really not anything new for you and i see you brewing all these like you always send me your teas that you're making and like a lot of flowers and all these different concoctions and stuff man does that did you learn all that like growing oh, yeah, up like super that? young when i was like 10 years old i think i picked up um well i was looking up just plants in general after finding out about cannabis from my brother. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I started 
getting addicted to substances kind of early on and I saw myself just finding like dark things mm-hmm. to hold on to so I wanted to be more just fueled with love and light and I looked towards plants as just the highest good in my life so I picked up I would think I was only 10 years old and I bought or I downloaded on my uh, I think I think it was a download um the golden guide it was a golden guide uh, to hallucinogenic plants. And I read that like all the way front to back. It was amazing. Fuck yeah. And all that just taught me about shamanism, mm-hmm. um, eth- ethnobiology, just healing with, uh, you know, uh, just the cultural teachings of plants in general, our relationship with plants. And uh, it just opened my world to so many things. Uh, helping my mom actually get uh, rid of her epilepsy using CBD. Yes. You know, cured her completely. The doctors were ready to just let her die with all the beds that she was on. And I wanted to see a better life and, you know, actually live with my family, love them, have the time here that we're meant to have. So she cured herself in like 2015 with CBD, I think. Wow. It took a little while to convince her because, uh, She'd always like fall asleep from from cannabis, never get to her job and stuff. So it's not for everybody, you know. You gotta you find your own medium. There's there's smoking, uh, there's you know vaping, edibles. It's all you know different extracts of every sort. But that really opened my eyes, uh, just the ability to cure my own mother. So I looked into uh, more plants and just uh, hallucinogenics and in general mm-hmm. um, entheogens connecting myself to spirit mainly and i started growing mushrooms i was like i think i was 14 <laughs> and uh that really opened my eyes just um being in the presence of the mushrooms and watching the mycelium grow expand so quickly through the the grain and everything it just blew my mind that the, the just the possibilities in life i'd read them the Vedas, the uh, Hindu scripture, <laughs> yes. every night, and uh, so sweet. Yeah, <laughs> hymns, different hymns, and singing, uh, just everything. You're ahead of your time, dude. Because <laughs> I saw something I don't know recently that said that it's good for them, like uh, sound oh, yeah. and stuff like that. Well, any uh, type of sound therapy, I, I really got into that. I think that was kind of what helped me. It, it kind of taught me. Yeah. Uh, about sound therapy um just the the plant spirits in general as well as the rock spirits the crystal energy yeah has taught me so much more about everything else around me than the plants or rocks themselves it's just yeah. insane like they're literally speaking to me as uh, almost as entities i know um uh terence mckenna refers to them as the machine elves it's right. the little, uh, you know, voices and everything, but it, it all, it really truly does speak to you and, and then shows you everything. All of the alkaloids are, are basically uh, hormones that the plants have mm-hmm. um, that help and, and um, adjust our hormones pretty much. That's just the basis of healing. I got into epistemology and just uh, healing disease in general yeah and i found that with uh phytogenics 
the extracts or yeah. uh, plant medicines, plant alkaloids, like ter flavonoids, terpenes, tannins, different extracts, like raw extracts like that. Those are the healthiest things that we could have in our system, no matter what else we're consuming. That is the top thing that needs to be in our priority in order to heal. So I've always wanted to, you know, write about that and teach others about that. I've just stretched through so many different dynamics and, and just keep learning myself. I like to, I like to know everything. So <laughs> that's awesome, man. Again, to all of it. Yeah. There's no exceptions, except of course, for uh, any plant, any, uh, any being, you know, any religion. <laughs> It's like neglected, lost knowledge, not necessarily lost, but no, neglected. No, no, yeah. They use, they call uh, the forbidden knowledge esoteric these mm. days, right? And I believe that we're stepping in more than ever. This is the age of Aquari Aquarius now. They've shifted so many times between the true dates of Aquarius. But um, in my belief, we are truly entering uh, more of an esoteric age, exoteric. Um, expressing um, uh, the knowledge to the exterior, not keeping it forbidden no longer, ever. <laughs> Keep it in the light, you know? Well, there's like a dramatic increase that people are reporting in like empathic or psychic abilities. People are yeah. waking up more and more people day. are waking up. Mm -hmm. And I, I certainly noticed a huge increase in my intuition, even in just recent months. Oh, yeah. Dr dramatic. Like dreaming things before they happen all the time, yeah. hearing things before I hear it. It's just like, it's overwhelming almost because you're it like, is. is this real? <laughs> the initiation, we call it, it's just the standpoint of realization that we are united pretty much. And having that connected feeling and being able to exercise it and control that energy or, you know, feel. Harness it. Harness it, feel it. It's yeah. just, that's the true, uh, true beauty of our, our love, our nature. Do you think, though, that to some degree society with the schooling and the, all these, you know, and doctrines and rules and stuff, like, could it have happened for people sooner or was it is it just like more like what you're saying we're entering a new age like yeah. astrologically um but point. like for a lot of us was it just dumbed down because of society well society yeah it does it locks everything down it, it keeps it forbidden right the, they don't want us ascending so they we're not using you know the tools my dad just calls us miners at heart <laughs> nothing but slaves and miners yeah. but we're we're unlocking that that uh that new path but i feel like it's just a gradual thing that the time that we're stepping into is just allotted to uh, open our minds to what's next just like the time before and the time before that like it was just only a certain amount of energy allowed it through because that's what we could handle that's what was right. meant for the moment. So I I, there's just always a progression, you know, through time. I feel like, and it comes in cycles, right? It's just, it's another beginning, right? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, definitely stunted, I would say. Right? The consciousness has definitely been stunted. And I saw that through 
and not just consciousness alone, but humanity and our population. I don't want my mother to be diseased from a doctor that we trust going to them for, you know, trusted advice, medicine, you know, things that we think would cure us, but they're only given to us for exposure and uh, exploiting us for money. Yes, That's all it is. It's just a, power, a system of power and control. But yes. once you step out of that system and, and involve yourself in the universe and the joyous of plants, <laughs> then you could truly uh, see, you know, the ascension process that we're missing out on or missed out on, I guess you'd say. Yeah, the fluoride in our water. Yes. You know, all the heavy metals that's put in our candy, our shots, you know, whatever's to deter us through our natural order, you know, just hormone inhibitors in general are just like crazy these days. Nobody's acting, nobody's acting normal, <laughs> but that's okay with certain things. Like everything's, you know, has its place with biodiversity, but the synthetic manipulation of everything has definitely deterred our spirit, our, yeah. our connection and the growth that we could, the, our potential that we have with, with Gaia, yes. uh, Mother Nature. And it's, it's amazing how much you'll accelerate to, uh, your just growth accelerates with mm -hmm. these plants in general, uh, San Pedro, of course, everybody on your page should know, San Pedro is the, grandfather teacher plant it is just in the presence of this plant it teaches you so much and it helps you just look within to, to tune that intuition your third eye on chakra that's that's where it's at that's that's also why i started getting into the crystals man it just opens up a portal that you'd never see before without it you know yeah it's cool to see everybody's face light up when they come over to my table at the flea market and I could just see all the, just the wonder and in people's eyes, the curiosity, Yes. you know, there's so much growth involved with these, uh, the spirit connections with plant and rock spirits. And it just, it wasn't available to us uh, 50 years ago, you know, it was shunned out course yeah. by society <laughs> yeah there's a place for church and there's a place for government and everything else um that we set to rule ourselves but there's also a place for love unity <laughs> and just plants in general <laughs> yes i love Growing the positive up. energy man when did uh when did you start getting into plants man i know your history has been um i got my i was first into orchids so i i started like growing your orchids. grandmother grandmother would give you yeah orchids. she had orchids but that's what inspired me to start my own orchid collection as a teenager yeah, yeah my so grandma's had an orchid it's been blooming for almost a year and a half it feels like oh really yeah since last easter it's crazy yeah, I can't remember a time where plants uh, didn't have some significant meaning to me aside from uh, this is another thing we didn't really, you talked, you mentioned that you had it, but the substances rob us of that as well. Yeah. They take yeah. you away from, from the planet and from yeah. our plants. Spirit. Yeah. And uh, I mean, 
substances for certain uses aren't bad, of course. Right. They all have their place. But obviously, when we tend to lean on um, just overusing things and the addiction of anything yes. happen, you could be addicted to anything, no matter yes. what. <laughs> no, for sure. Addiction as a whole will will pull you i guess i shouldn't blame the substances they're not it's not they're not at fault by any means no. there are plenty of uh responsible adults out there that engage in in substances that are very taboo yeah. otherwise I, taboo i discussed that with my girlfriend like it, it's not you know everything is it's okay pretty much it's permitted right yeah you, there's always a fine line of, of what you can handle and everybody's different too you know Genetically, you know, we're all different. Yeah. But our our soul background has a lot to do with the two, just the our past lives and the connections that we've had and in our past just bring up so many different uh, energies to draw upon in this life. And that's what helps or that's what makes us obviously act upon certain things is our karmic relations towards everything. Mm. And once you you align yourself with your soul and you look through the Kashik records is the soul library have you heard of the Kashik records i have not akashic they call akashic. it okay i've heard akashic. that i've heard that i call it akashic as okay. just because i mispronounce everything <laughs> i heard it i don't know you have to still enlighten me too i don't oh, know yeah it's just, just the soul library mm -hmm. um the library of all the memories in your soul okay pretty much just the energy connections throughout yes. But having uh, cleared these karmic relations with everything or our, uh, our cord, uh, etheric cord with others, then we can truly like open our minds to what is uh, better for us, healthier, just a higher good in general. I'm and getting away from right those now. addictions, getting away from those addictions is hard, man. But using that, that spiritual tie we have with, with spirit itself, that, that actual connection that's true and meaningful and bound in love that that is how you truly break the addiction yes. there's no other way honestly otherwise you fall you fall short and you fall back upon it you know yeah it's just like anything else though <laughs> yeah other other poor patterns or disruptive behaviors anything mental health yeah, issues happens, to some degree but... yeah mm -hmm. There's not going to always be a pill, but I, I think that spirit is certainly uh, a good route to go. It's it's the gentlest route to go. It's the love within. It's the love within everything. Yeah. And you just have to let it reach you by opening yourself up. And that's just the main thing that uh, the San Pedro and Cactus does. Focuses on the heart chakra. It's not really about the intuition and finding yourself or splitting your third eye. That's kind of more with mushrooms, you know, mm -hmm. or uh, other plants as well. But the green, just the green, man, so green. The heart chakra just it just invites itself to be split open and warmed with such beauty in life. It's just amazing just to see it. And as well as the crystals. Obviously, they have, like, I could go on uh, for another podcast with that one. <laughs> I would love to hear it. I, I started collecting crystals when I was about four. Me and my dad would go fishing and, and collect rocks, you know, on the side of the, the ponds and lakes. Mm -hmm. Go biking and stuff and sit on the hills. 
find them slid down the hills and stuff. That was always meaningful for me, finding a rock to bring home. Yes. It was just a, a piece of the place I was at, you know, a yeah. piece of myself almost. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very special to have. As Same with these plants, man. Like, they come from all over the world. I've been getting them from Texas, Georgia. The, the first set of uh, San Pedro I bought was from Pennsylvania out of, like, a big eBay deal box like $20 or something. <laughs> um, I bought um, some from Israel. I've been trying to get some Australian clones. Nice. You know, California, of course, Colorado. It's just, it's beautiful to see a, a piece of the energy, you know, from all each. over. There's pockets of it everywhere. Yeah, you really start to realize that with the online presence of the community. Like if when I look in these Facebook groups, these they're, it's huge. There's yeah. a huge amount of people in those groups and Reddit, huge <laughs> amount of people. Oh, it's I just started awesome. getting on Reddit and it's unbelievable. I was like, you guys are something else. <laughs> yeah, they're like, it's that's like the wild west of the oh, San Pedro yeah. culture. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty yeah. funny. I was so upset when I got hacked on um, my Instagram account, on my other one. Mm-hmm. not this one thankfully it was hacked and my facebook account got deleted mm-hmm. so i can't change my name right. that's why it's the same now but um i missed out on all these different uh people i was connecting with it just helped me uh explore the community so much faster the the, the cactus themselves i feel like uh you know other people that are into like other psychonauts um that are doing, you know, the same thing we're doing. They're not as um, fueled with the the desire to connect with right. people because they're not open as much from the San Pedro. It doesn't hit their heart as much. So I feel like uh, just the people in this community are a lot more willing to share and you know connect with anybody. Yeah, they so can be pretty beautiful. brutal in some of those other yeah. groups. They're very. Yeah. Yeah, hard uh, keepers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's surprising to me, actually. Beautiful, though. Everybody's got a beautiful mind, of course. Yeah. Intriguing, exotic. (laughs) It's just shocking to me, though, when I see people that engage in a hobby like this or uh, engage in plant medicines and still just are very uh, ego driven. I I don't understand. It's kind of. Kind of makes me feel confused because <laughs> well, I'm like, but this isn't the point of this, so that we can open up, you know. Well, it's a it's a step by step process, right? Sure. You can't just like open the door and shut it, mm-hmm. and you're like, voila, yeah, <laughs> you got right. you know a cape on or something, <laughs> or your wings have grown, you're ready I, to fly. I just remember as a kid, like when I first started engaging in psychedelics, my attitude on life and outlook on everything my tolerance of others my uh my own prejudices that were imposed upon me by my family by my by society all of that kind of dissolved mm-hmm. uh, almost instantly i was a different person doesn't matter, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like i know and didn't look at other people as other ever again i'm just curious what was uh, your first experience um, uh, your- psilocybin at like 14 probably 13, I think I was 12 with yeah. uh, mushrooms yeah. and I was only about a gram and a half 
because I just was felt so good about it. I gave the rest of them to my butt, my neighbor. I'm mm. like, you take them, man. I love you. You could have them. You deserve this. Did you guys, were you guys able to forage them by you? I've actually uh, found what I thought to be is uh, they're supposed, I didn't know if they were, they were some type of uh, penalius, I guess. They were really blue. Mm. <laughs> and I found them uh, growing underneath chicken of the woods mushrooms okay. uh, right next to the Displains River, just going like right almost before you hit Chicago. Cool. And uh, that was really cool to see them. Um, I was going to get the test kit mm-hmm. to alkaloid test them. And uh, they just melted and I never got to knowing for sure. Mm. Um, and I haven't uh, wild foraged um, or for psilocybin specifically ever since then. Okay. That was like two years ago, I think. I've been mainly foraging for reishi mushrooms. Mm. Amazing, amazing uh, plant for all types of adaptogenic, you know, situations just to help your, uh, your brain function. (laughs) And with me, I have a bipolar or not fully diagnosed, but some type of generational curse, you could put it. (laughs) And these, uh, adaptogens, um, these, uh, other plant molecules that are just helping my, my, my brain function properly are just amazing. Like they've changed my life more than ever. And I feel like it was taking uh, the psychedelic experience, just having that fuel my uh, focus on trying to find these other plants, these other compounds and stuff. So I bought, I bought this thing called mind care mm-hmm. and it, it's a nootropic type uh, from Himalayan Himalayan uh extracts i'm not sure himalayan botanicals mm-hmm. they're one of my favorite companies and they have uh, just a diverse like different ray of all these botanical extracts but they're like my inspiration to to actually like get it out there i've been seeing a lot more people like in their homes extracting yes um, you know plants and selling it too Datura, i have the datura just back there i have my morning glories nice beautiful um i have amanitas that i pick and my farm up in michigan mm. they're the yellow ones they're so cool <laughs> and how do you use the amanita amanita you boil for a really long time mm. um, i use them raw like that boiling them and just taking the raw tea but a lot of people i know boil and make an alcohol extract with it Mm. Um, the blood of Christ and, and diffuse First, it. That is truly, that it's truly soma. That is the the blood of Christ. You're right. You uh, taught me that. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, my dad has been mind blown for him, everything I've shown him. But Jesus really talked about mushrooms. He, know, he actually yeah. went on that voyage to learn about everything in life, mm-hmm. and uh, he found that God could be facilitated the most through magic mushrooms mm-hmm. of course all the monks and everybody and they would teach them uh, all the practices but it seems so bizarre just nowadays when you talk to somebody else uh, who doesn't believe in uh, plant medicines or anything like that and they'll shun you or claim 
you're practicing witchcraft and blasphemy yeah right <laughs> and it's the whole other side of things where it, everybody's visors just flipped you know yeah, well, I actually listened to a podcast the other night. I listened to a podcast the other night about when Christianity and witchcraft, which were once one, split yeah. and they started burning witches alive. Um, the Christians and uh, yeah, it's it's sad that it seems sounds crazy and you know a lot of Christians would probably be offended to hear that the mushroom was part of Christianity, uh, but it's depicted in all those ancient paintings. I know Amanita Muscaria. Yeah, of course. Yeah, the hidden uh, truth about Jesus Christ, <laughs> y'all. It's just uh, beautiful. The Soma, Soma. If people, whoever doesn't know about Soma, yeah, please tell us. Um, the Holy Grail. This is the the elixir of life, the blood of Christ. It's uh, grape juice or wine that is made from mushrooms by inoculating the amanita spores into the juice. I've seen it done many different ways. I haven't done it personally. I only boiled tea and had the experience. But Amanita is not for everybody. You know, it has to, you have to be aligned to that stage of consciousness where you're, you're ready to be open to the fullness, mm. that void. The Einsoft air, they call it. Limitless nothing. That's, that's the term. And you have to be completely void yourself of all expectation you know just just be filled with that pure love for everything and then you're just you see god it's pretty much that's just what it is you you actually open your eyes and see god and you become christ the christ consciousness is within you that's that's the the teaching involved with it mm. and with the violet flame that i bless all my you know plants with the violet flame um is the seventh ray the purple light seventh ray of light and the violet flame um was taught uh, as a tool by saint germain in like the 1930s it was opened up by um by one of the mediums he traveled to a, a spiritual retreat in idaho believe the tetons and he had uh, medium uh, downloads and channeling from saint germain to teach him all about the violet flame and this tool that uh humans just forgot about pretty much but that violet energy is just the highest frequency that we have instant connection with so when we're focusing on this pure violet light mm -hmm. we're connecting with the divine right here at our crown chakra that is connecting with the silver ray and the silver ray is um the ein sof the the oneness the universe the connection of things and then which connects ourselves to the uh i forgot the other aura the 13th uh aura mm. and it's amazing to to see yourself grow and develop when you align yourself and focus on meditate with the violet flame i've seen so much good happen with it it's just insane i love to see uh people's faces light up with the blessings whenever they start meditating um with the violet flame because with me 
it happened almost instantly. I, everything in my life just becomes clearer to understand and just more pure to love, I guess. <laughs> now, tell me about this plant that you have. It's a, you have a plant that you attach to the violet flame, right? The plant of the violet flame representation. Thanks for uh, bringing that up, Garrett. Of course. Is uh, Oxalia. I'm sure a lot of people have this plant and they don't know. Oh, I'm gonna have to get it. You're okay. I love this beauty. <laughs> wow. This is uh, Oxalius tri triangularis. Mm. The Trinity, it's the holy trinity of the violet flame right here. And the flowers are just so persistent. They shoot out like a root, like 10, 20 roots, like every day of new flowers mm. or stem, not root. <laughs> I love that. I'm going to have to get one of those, man. Yeah. It's, uh, it comes in a bunch of different arrays of colors. There's like a burgundy one that has yellow flowers. That's mm. really neat. But they call it the purple clover as well. It's just purple mm. clover. Um, Watching this plant uh, bloom is just, just pure joy for me, having it be connected to the violet flame. This is just, I don't know, there's something about it. I never would have thought of uh, the experience that it gives me. It's just insane. It's so cool with the leaves. I forgot what it's called. It's like, uh, I like Morning Glory, how it closes up at night. Yeah. It shades itself. Forgot what the characteristic is called. So it's always got like little TPs going. And then once it's comfortable, it's just like this giant bush of light. It's just so pretty. Beautiful, man. I, gotta I feel everybody should have one of these plants in their home for sure. It's really easy to take care of too. Um, as an annual, it just keeps growing back new sprouts. And you could just leave it inside and keep watering it and live for a long time. I saw you making kelp tea the other day. And oh, I, yeah. you also showed me some, I don't know, some, well, it's kelp fertilizer for your plants. But you also showed me, like, I don't know, you were making, it wasn't hibiscus. It was some other kind of flower rose. tea. Of course, rose tea. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so there's my rose bush. And I just had a rainstorm last night. And um, so I'm gonna get some rose and passion flowers. Nice. And I take all those and I dehydrate them and I pretty much give them to my rabbit. He's my little protector. Um, awesome. That's who the tea, that's who it was for? Yeah, it's actually that's just funny. for my rabbit. <laughs> cool. Um, I got my rosemary plant. I've been trying to get a lavender. Um, I have tons of aloe, just all these plants um, that have plant alkaloids. Yeah, medicinal plants. And there's a whole list of alkaloids that we could talk about, Garrett. I got to get that book written. <laughs> yeah. But I got the aloe. I just got a bunch of it on sale. Nice. No, you see it. I got a goji berry plant my girlfriend bought for my birthday. Nice. Um, she got me a banana tree, but the squirrel chewed it all down. <laughs> oh, a little asshole. <laughs> That's what happens. Yeah. I've actually, uh, they haven't really done too much damage to my cacti at all. Like 
I've only had some no mice. Rodents? Oh, right. Mice. No, only some mice up in Michigan, of course. And there's so many of them. It's kind of bound to happen. And it was just one tooth mark. <laughs> so, not too bad. They just kind of dig at the soil. I would love to dig deeper into alkaloids with you. In fact, I think that you have so much of a knowledge that we could do multiple episodes on topics, man. And just, you know, like spend some time meditating on it. And like, uh, I, I don't see you as like this big crazy planner person because I'm not. I mean, we did this on the, uh, what we decided we we're going to do this this morning. <laughs> but it was like, definitely a good call, brother. Yeah, man. But like, if you want to, you know, put some thought into it and, and, I would be happy to just kind of MC and listen and enlighten us all, man. And I also want to talk more about. Um, it definitely would be easier to for me to write it down to actually, yeah, right? <laughs> you know, and jump it all and throw the information at you like this. Yeah, but I really appreciate about that too. Appreciate you having me, man. Allowing me to to get this information out there. Of course, man. That's always been my uh, my goal in life is to become a teacher pretty much i see that i think that, that you were born for that with my girlfriend we wanted to start you know to help people with addiction we wanted to start a retreat mm. having a, a house for people that bring possibly they have the family there have possibly have their dogs you know mm. things that they can't have at the other homes mm -hmm. you know? and uh just having different side of the facility maybe a sanctuary a garden for plants for uh, ceremonies you know i'm just that's my goal in life is to have that open home for people yeah. to come and and heal in my home working in treatment will truly show you she must have a, a big heart uh she will show you uh, a lot of things not to do yeah <laughs> and... that's true. very true she's incredibly strong and incredibly smart yeah she's definitely the only reason that they're, they are like functioning. She's probably the light. Yeah, the light in that space. And that's a burden. Well, it's, um, that's a, it's a blessing and a burden. It's a blessing. But her, empath, her empathic abilities and her mediumship yeah. with everything has just, um, it opens up the door so much more for people yeah. to heal yeah. and connect with that, that forgotten self, mm -hmm. that karmic relations or any type of connection they had with their ancestors, mm -hmm. spirits, ghosts, and things, that's a very, uh, very deep part of it that not a lot of people know how to, um, you know, work with, but she's really smart, man. I, I, I you should, you should definitely meet Liz. I'll, I'll have her on here for sure. Yeah. Bring her. And that's another thing I'd like to talk about too, is, uh, spirits and, and, uh, demons and yeah. as it relates to psilocybin too uh, yeah would love oh, to talk about that and any type of dmt right there's always spirits yeah. there's entities, entities yeah very to those. very highly attached yeah. to that. or attaching themselves to uh you know entities that have ingested such you know a lot of people obviously have more encounters with aliens after um dmt experiences because yeah. of that you know yeah pretty pretty interesting and it definitely needs to be discussed more we'll, we'll definitely talk about it man i look forward to it man all right well thank you so much for your time today yeah i appreciate it man you guys have you, safe travels 
You too. All right. <laughs> Wherever you're going. <laughs> yeah. I know you guys well, are driving her to work right now, right? Oh, yeah. I'm leaving now. Okay. All right, Garrett. All right. If everyone could please like, review, and subscribe to the podcast and hit that share button, we would both appreciate that greatly. We got Das Kobe of Crystal Flame Cactus Kobe. Wait, Cacti Kobe and Das Kobe, a Crystal Flame Cactus. Yeah, there you go. He, he got I'm it. I'm right. blessed. Okay. Goodbye.